Welcome to Paradox Jukebox, an unconventional podcast for the unconventional music lover, brought to you by Music on the Move Studios, a woman-led company working to help musicians move their careers forward through education and live events. I'm your host, Katie Thompson. Thank you so much for listening in today. I have a special treat for everybody listening in. So I had the amazing and wonderful pleasure to sit down with our founder of Music on the Move Studios, Miss Erin McClendon, and my biological sister and my bandmate, Leslie Alexander. And the reason that I wanted to get the two of them together is because I wanted to talk about the art of performing. And I don't mean just, you know, being able to get up on stage and sing songs. I mean, what it actually takes to control and manipulate an audience and to, and I don't mean that in a bad way, please understand. I mean that in a very good way. But when you are a very confident front person, you have the uncanny ability to make things shift in a performance. You can control everything that happens in that room, sometimes just by the snap of your fingers or sometimes with your voice. It just depends. Have you ever been in a concert setting where the people around you started singing and whoever the front person was, maybe they were encouraging everybody to sing? Have you ever been in a performance or a concert setting where the entire audience starts singing in three-part harmony. Because if you've been to an experience like that, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know the difference between somebody that plays music and somebody that performs music. They're very, very different, right? Because one of those musicians, there's, you know, the two types, one of them is going to make you feel something. And the other one, you might just have some fun and have a good time. And that's, that's great too. Everybody needs that. You know, not every music experience needs to be earth shattering. But if you've ever been to a concert and you've had that earth shattering moment, it's because that performer or those performers wanted to create that moment for you. And they were able to do so because... They have an uncanny ability about reading a room or reading a venue. It is a skill set, and it's not something that always comes innate. Sometimes it's something that has to be learned. And I know for Leslie's experience, a lot of her control when it comes to, you know, reading the room and knowing what to do to get the audience to react a certain way, a lot of that comes from her theater performing. And I know that with Erin, you know, and she'll talk about this too, with Erin, I feel that she knows so much what she wants to get out of a concert that she knows how to take it. She knows how to take hold of you and make you feel something with her in that moment. And that's what I wanted to talk about today because I feel like this is a art that not enough people really talk about. There's plenty of musicians out there that are phenomenally talented in their own right, but have you ever been to a concert where you just kind of felt like something was missing? Not everything was there. A lot of it has to do with how well the front man or front woman can manipulate the room. 
So that's what we're going to talk about today. I do want to take a second to let you know that this particular interview will be cut into two parts because we spent quite a bit of time on Zoom together and we had just an amazing time. It was nothing but a bunch of laughs and awesome stories, maybe a little bit of drinking. So don't judge us too harshly. We just, we had a really good time. And when you get three sisters in a room talking about the things that they're the most passionate about, you go on a tangent and you go on a journey together. And that's what this is all about. So I do want to take a second to play just a little bit of music for you. This song is called Pie Piper. It was written by Leslie uh, about over 15 years ago, just as she got out of high school. And we put it on our 2015 acoustic EP. So this is Pied Piper performed by the Lucky Penny Sisters. Jukebox. I am your host, Katie Thompson, and somewhere around in here is our founder of Music on the Move Studios, Miss Erin McClendon. Hello! And we are <laughs> graced by the ever-so-lovely sister of mine, Miss Leslie Alexander. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Thank you both so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. And uh, can we just show everybody really quickly... Um, how much we are related, even though Aaron's kind of adopted now. <laughs> we all showed up with fall inspired glasses and cocktails. So cheers. I don't even care if you're listening slash watching in the morning. Cheers to you. Cheers to us. Here we go. Ooh. Here we go. I, here's, mm. here's a coffee mug for those of you. It's a Hamilton themed coffee mug. Of course. Love it. Of, of course it is. Of course it is. That only makes sense. So uh, on today's show, what I would like to do is talk about the art of performance. So these two lovely ladies inspire me so much every time that I take the stage with them because they have such control over an audience. And I, I love watching the both of you, either from you know the audience or even on stage, just because it's so cool to, to look out and watch everybody's face as they're watching you and to just see the... <laughs> that deer in headlights look like wow magic because to me what i see happen on a stage with the both of you separately because actually the three of us have never performed together 
Not, Not yet. yet. It's going to happen. <laughs> hey, oh. It is going to happen. And that will just blow everybody's minds. I'm pretty sure the entire room is going to spontaneously combust into like glitter. It's going to be amazing. That sounds amazing. Yeah, Absolutely. I know, right? <laughs> but yes, so today is all about the art of performance. So, Aaron, I would like you to start, if you could. Tell me what it means to you to be a performer, not just a singer-songwriter that can play your music, but actually performing your songs. Yeah, that's that's a big, big question right there. Yeah, we're tackling the hard stuff today. <laughs> right, right away. Right away. Um, no, to me, performing, um, so fun fact, I was horribly shy as a child, like just terribly, terribly shy. And then one day someone gave me a solo, my, my elementary school teacher, Ms. McCarson, she's now Hilliard now she's been Hilliard for years. And I still call her Mrs. McCarson. Um, anyway, but she gave me a solo and I was like one of those kids that would like cry before going on stage. So like, I just like wept and then went out there and did it. And then went back and like, I was done and I was shaking, but I was just like, oh, this is a good shake. What was that? What just happened? <laughs> and I have like little Alexis hands going right now. But um, it was just, it was this like exciting buzz that went in me that I was just like, this is really, really cool. And the more I did it and the more comfortable I became on stage, the more confident I became as a human and performing just be- became my personality. And it's not to say like who you get on stage is not who I am in real life. No, that's 100% who I am in real life. It's just like, apparently she was just hiding that whole time. She was just scared to come out. (laughs) And so performing to me is performing your own song is being able to relay the emotions that you put into that song to other people who've never heard it before and making it to the point where they can enjoy it right with you and feel those emotions with you. So even if it's like a sad song or like a love song, um, or like a song like Sunday crowd where I get into it. Um, It's just one of those things where like you want people to feel like they're in a church clapping along, making fun of everybody in the room, but it's something they can relate to and it's fun and it's enjoyable. And just like having people leave with that same happy, buzzy feeling that you have on stage. Like that's the point of performing. Yep. 100%. Okay. Leslie, I'm going to say same question. What does it mean for you to be on a stage and actually performing your songs? Um, it's, it's this incredible way. I've always kind of been that person, like square peg round hole. I don't fit in and I've never fit in, but unlike Aaron, like I've never been shy about it. I've I've (laughs) always been 100% convicted of the loud and gigantic human personality that I am. Um, but there's actually like a meme that like circulates on social media a lot. And it said, you know, people don't come out to see you perform a perfect show perfectly. They're coming to see you to feel something. And when I get to perform, I am suddenly tangible, relatable, relevant, and 100% no longer isolated and being the biggest personality in the room because everybody unlocks a little bit and is channeled through me and I through them. And it's this connectivity that happens. And I think that's why like performance really is my drug of choice um, because I 
I, not a whole lot of people get me. I can really irritate like a lot of different people just by being who I am because I'm unapologetic about, you know, being smart, being loud. And I don't have a whole lot of shyness in me. Um, it's not to say that I'm not kind or that I'm not, uh, you know, like emotionally available to others who, you know, are sensitive to the needs of others, but um, I'm just like a really big personality. And it's hard to find other people who are like, I'm cool with that. Cause most people are like, I'll be cool with you. So long as I'm across the room and I can watch you like from a distance, I'm good with it. Like you stay in your corner. I stay in my corner. But when I perform, people are, are coming to see that relatability and it, it keeps me like humbled and happy and feeling like I'm not so isolated and being like the largest personality in the room. It's, it's the one place in my life where it doesn't matter what day of the week it is or what I'm singing or who I'm singing with. It's welcomed, not only welcomed, but expected. Um, so that's, that's what being a performer is, is for me in a nutshell. That just gave me chills. Like I have goosebumps. <laughs> so I was like, I, that is everything I was trying to say put perfectly. <laughs> so yes, that, that. I'm so glad I was able to get the two of you in a Zoom room. This is wonderful. <laughs> so, so the funny thing is, is that Leslie is my biological sister and she and Aaron are so incredibly alike in so many ways. And all the time that I that I that I've spent down in Nashville, I've tried to tell Aaron, like you and Leslie are literally clones of each other. It's it's getting a little scary <laughs> because I'm I'm thinking like, okay, are we sure that there weren't babies that got swapped somehow? <laughs> like, I know you're from South Carolina, but damn, nope, I'm not North Carolina. You're from North Carolina. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm gonna edit that out. My bad. <laughs> Don't keep it in. It's funny. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> anyway, there was a birth swap, I'm convinced. That was the moral of that story. Um <laughs> but uh, it's okay. I, I can I can definitely attest to the fact that I've seen I have seen things happen with both of you on stage separately where like a moment happens and all of a sudden the audience is right here. You have them right here. And you're not about to let go and you can you can take them and mold them and do make them do whatever it is that you want. And it's so incredible because I consider myself, you know, primarily an instrumentalist. Like I'm back there to play my instruments and just, you know, it's my little safety blanket and I'm safe behind my guitar, you know. Um, but it's really powerful to watch someone who knows how to control an audience because not everybody does. It's not, it's not a skill that everyone has. And sometimes it's a noticeable thing. Sometimes you can definitely tell when someone is on stage and scared shitless, right? Oh, yeah. Or if they're on stage just to glorify themselves for the sake of themselves, and they don't care who's there, who's watching, that also is a very easily like notifiable trait when you're like you don't even care if there's anybody else in the room like you right. are here for you did, very... did we all just think of a person did like did faces pop in everybody else's head it did mine just now. <laughs> absolutely yeah <laughs> and it's like oh yeah oh, oh, oh sipping 
Yeah. Cheers. Come Ooh. on, Kate, spill the tea. Who are you thinking of? Uh uh-uh, uh, no, no. <laughs> That's dangerous and I I don't need that shit coming back to haunt me. But no. yes, I thought of someone immediately. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. However That's the thing, like it, you the the performers that stand out from everybody else are the performers that are there to perform for other people, not for just for themselves. People. It's a shared talent. Yes. It's not yes. just like Yes, it is very like self-indulgent and like like Leslie said, it's like a drug. It's like, yeah. yes. yes, I love this. Let's do that again. Yes. But it's a mutually beneficial perf- drug, I guess. I need to get off this <laughs> metaphor right now. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's mutually beneficial for everybody. Right. And it's- well, you can yes. you can distort somebody's reality if even just for a short time. Mm-hmm. because and just because some like a performance that I give on a song it means something to me it's going to mean something different to Aaron than it does to Katie than it does to whoever you know Joe Schmo in the audience but there's a common like that common thread of where we are all feeling something even if it's levels by levels different we are all going on that ride together but there is there is a, a duality to that where the the said performer you have to be open to your emotions because when like katie said what if you are super super scared then you are going to be shut down and part of you know my contract with myself every time i get on the stage it's like you know everything is wide open open heart open mind like open eyes and just be in the moment and to be able to have those moments organically mean everything yeah Yeah, absolutely and you know Aaron I'd like to come at this for a second from an educator standpoint because you work a lot with your students on stage presence and combating stage fright so can you talk a little a bit about that for us yeah so one of the things I've learned is that like it does not bode well to just tell somebody to get over it and go on (laughs) keep going like that's not how you tell somebody to get over their fears and like yes there is a there is a value to facing your fears and going after it but you also have to understand like what's going on why do you feel this way why is it hard and I am by no means like a doctor psychiatrist psychologist anything like that I've just studied this kind of stuff and because like I said I was shy and if I can if somebody like me who was too afraid to talk to strangers when they were like 10 years old can get over that and be the performer I am today. And the loud boisterous person I am now, like, obviously it can be learned to perform like that and to get over something like that. And so what I tell my students is it's not your fault that you're scared right now, because there is a chemical reaction happening in your brain when you do something that scares you. And that's natural. That's just basic science. There's a chemical reaction. And so what you have to learn to do, and I like, I break them for them. It's there's adrenaline, there's cortisol, there's all this stuff that gets released. There's an actual chemical that gets released in your brain that sends a signal to the rest of your body saying danger, danger, Will Robinson. So basically like your heart rate increases, you tense up, your breath shortens, all that, basically everything you don't want to happen when you sing. So instead of leaning into that, you take it And you work with it. You use it as adrenaline to keep you going, like making it an exciting buzz, but still know that you have the knowledge and the ability and the tools to still sing well and perform well, even though you've got butterflies everywhere. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. You shot straight into me like a bullet from a gun. But there's no exit wound. You're still inside my body. I can't shake you out of my head. Your picture's laughing at me. Even off the pizza and sub shop that was family owned in town and they started doing kids karaoke at 2 p.m on Sundays and we used to go there like every Friday and Saturday night and hang out like my parents friends went out like half of our family was there our aunts and uncles and cousins we kind of overran the place and then they started doing this live karaoke I think I was around eight years old and I begged our mother for weeks to take me begged her I wanted to sing I wanted to sing I want to do this I want to do this please take me she finally takes me and I totally bomb, wigged out, shaking, panicking, full on adrenaline. I, I felt like I had just like fire coming out of the top of my head. And I sit down and I'm like just crestfallen. And she was like, so are you going to do it again? And I was like, no. She goes, I thought you wanted this. I was like, I did. She goes, okay. So you're afraid. That's okay. She goes, but now you have to make a decision. Do you want it more than you are afraid? Or is being afraid of it going to stop you? And does it make it not as important as what you thought you wanted? Because that's, that's the two sides of the coin. You can do it afraid and you can keep doing it and you can get better and you can get past it. Or you can decide, and there's no harm in that, you can decide being afraid is going to stop you from doing this thing that you were so convinced for weeks and weeks and weeks you wanted to do. Make your choice. And that stayed with me because every time I got on a stage or I had a solo or I was in a play, um, I would always like, you know, even though I'm like, no, I'm doing this, like that fear didn't go away until I was much, much older. But it taught me at a very young age, like, Yes, you can be afraid of something. You can be intimidated by something. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're in danger. And if you still want it, if you still want this thing, do it afraid. And then you're going to do it the next time when you're afraid. And you're going to do it the time after that, being afraid. And then eventually, if it's still that important to you, you're going to press through. And one day you're going to do it and realize you did it without fear. 
And that was like a red letter day for me because it was like, I never stopped doing it. Even, you know, I mean, I think the largest crowd that I've performed in front of was maybe like 800 to a thousand people with a full band back when I was like 18, 19. And I remember just being so excited and so full of joy that day. And I was so well aware. I'm like, I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to do it well. And I'm not going to let anything stop me. And that is a powerful, powerful moment. But getting over that initial, like, this is terrifying. People are staring at me. Oh my gosh. And now like I, and you know, I used to say, no, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid when I was. So now if I really am intimidated by something, I'm like, yes, I am scared, but I'm going to do it anyway, because I have a history that shows me if I still go after that thing that I want, I can still function. I can still do it while being afraid. And then that fear lessens over time. So, but that initial like first go at, like, I mean, it can, it can make or break you. And I'm so grateful that I had this incredible mother who had the foresight. And honestly, I don't, I don't know if I've ever had that conversation with her. I don't even know if she remembers that, but I just remember sitting there going, I can do things and be afraid of them. Oh, well that changes things. You know, I mean, pretty much anything that my mom said, like you can do, like I did, like you can be a strong and powerful woman and you can like speak up in a room and you can do all these things. I'm like, oh, I can do that. Well, how do you know you can do that? I had a mom who told me I could, you know? So parents, if you're ever wondering how to make a difference in your child, you tell them that they are capable and you continue to tell them that they are capable and they will believe you. Absolutely. Let's just have Let's just have an appreciation moment for Mama Kim. We love you, Mama. We love Mama Kim. (laughs) She is one of all of our, really all of our biggest supporters. Um, And I, she's just so sweet. And every time I see her, she's just like, she's motivating me. She's (laughs) like, She's good at that, isn't she? She is. Even when we were sitting outside the Loveless Cafe waiting for a table, she was just like, Aaron, you're going to do great things. And this music on the move studios thing, you and Katie, like, it's just, it's going to be amazing. And it's going to keep growing. And you two are just going to be these incredible people. And I'm like, yeah, 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 (laughs) you're right. Yeah. And don't get me that, wrong. Like I get a lot of support from my, from my parents too. But when you hear it from somebody who hasn't known you your entire life, you're just like, Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for her to watch this. Oh my I God. know. I know. She's going to love this. <laughs> She's going to love it. <laughs> oh man. Uh, with that, Leslie, I want to ask you about being a mom and being a performer and what do, what, aspects of being a performer do you take and instill into your parenting um well uh, my kids are you know I mean I was my oldest was 18 months when Katie and I started Lucky Penny we like took a break Katie was in you know had gone to college I got married did the family thing and um then we started really talking about putting a band together and we put together Lucky Penny and so the whole time I was pregnant with my second son um I was on stage I was on stage the week I had him, I was nine months pregnant and singing on stage. And then I delivered him five days later. And then two weeks after delivery, I was back on stage. 
I was breast pumping in bar bathrooms. It was very gross. I I do not recommend it. Um, I just want to be the first to say that was not of my doing. She, she was, this was all her. She's like, nope, I'm going to continue to play. And I'm like, you're the mom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. How did you, because of music. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 just, it's a, it's, I'll ask it in a second. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. Um, I was able to, after I had my second son, I was able to quit my, my job. I worked for a day spa for 10 years and I was able to quit my day job and stay home with both of my boys. And then I just gigged Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights. And my husband at the time was home with them. And so he worked Monday through Friday during the day. I had the boys. It worked out great. And I honestly doubled my income because we weren't paying for childcare. Um, and, you know, I mean, when you're young and, you know, you have no money and you're still establishing, you know, yourselves in your careers, like you don't have money, like, and it's childcare is really expensive. So it, um, it not only became, you know, my creative outlet, but it also became a staple in our everyday lives, you know, paying bills and putting food on the table and saving us money because I could be home and I could be raising my kids while doing music. And, um, my boys are very, very proud and very, they are now, I mean, in their youth, they were like, yeah, my mom's a singer. What's your mom doing the bands? Like this happened at a birthday party. My oldest son, he was five and he looks at some other kid. He's like, so what does your mommy do? The kid's like, my mommy works at the hospital. She's a nurse. He goes, no, 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 not her day job. Like, what does she do in the band? Because he was so accustomed, <laughs> like his mommy and his aunt Katie, like women are in music. That's a thing. It's a, it's no, it's a, it's I a love mode, that so you know? much. <laughs> and, um, but they think like they, they know how special it is. I mean, they're 11 and nine now and um, they sit in on lucky penny practice with our band and they're, they know our band members well, and we go to cookouts at each other's houses. And um, my oldest Sully, and I told when we did the music on the move um, show uh, earlier this year, I told this, this story on stage, but my oldest, um, I stopped, I, my background is in theater. That's, that's where I like cut my teeth really on performance. And, um, that was like my passion, but theater is very time investive. And when you're a new mom, like it's not possible. So I literally have not been in a theater performance in 12 years. And, um, Sully was asking me why I stopped. I said, well, my priority shifted. I became a mom. And he was like, you stopped because of me. I said, no, I stopped because I prioritized you over my theater. I said, and that, that was absolutely 100% my plan because you are going to be more important than anything. And he was like, okay, but mom, don't stop singing because you're really good. And I just don't want you to stop. And I just looked at him and he was so serious. And I'm like, okay, I won't stop. And I was like, so you kind of like that I sing? He's like, yeah, I do. And that's all I'm going to say about that. And I'm like, okay. I'm not um, crying. It's fine. I know, right? <laughs> okay. I'm over here trying to not cry myself. Um, that's my nephew and I'm so proud. They're, I mean, and I'm very close with my children and I love them as humans, as people. And I treat them as though they're individual humans. You know, there's a lot of parents out there that, you know, their children are more like accessories, you know, that, you know, they have to, you know, wash, dry, clean, fold and put away. 
And I am just very much invested in my kids. And I have found, I have struck a very lucky, very blessed and unique balance where I get to be 100% mom, but I also get to invest myself in music. And if I tell them, okay, we've got a crazy week coming up. This is what's happening. This is what's happening. This is when practices and this is when the gigs are. And they're like, cool, is this a gig we can come to? Cool, no problem. Who's gonna babysit us? Awesome, have a great time. The day after a gig, they're like, how was the show? How were things? Did you do any new songs? Like they're very conversational about it. It is a normal part of our life. And um, I like, they are want, they are some of my biggest cheerleaders. They don't want me to like think that I know how much they love me. I totally know. I totally know. <laughs> they act all cool about it. But oh, yeah. They try sure. to act cool. Oh, I know that they, they love me. I even caught my youngest trying to pick up chicks on the playground using my, you know, band member street cred. So, I mean, if that doesn't tell you that you're doing a good job, <laughs> I mean, seriously. That's hilarious amazing <laughs> yeah uh, can I be you when I grow life. up <laughs> that's so cool thanks I think so what's it gonna take to erase infinity I can pay with money I made a few more quarters another shot can only giggle friends this is this is what my life is and i'm so lucky to have two people like leslie and aaron a part of it and um i just i can't say enough how much fun i had on this particular episode and the best part is it ain't over yet we got part two coming at you next week this will be released on youtube so that you can watch the full video it is a barrel of laughs it's just fun i mean i'm sure listening to it is great but Watching it's probably going to be a million times better just because you get to see the facial expressions that go along with it, too. So, anyway, tune in next week. We ain't done. We'll see you soon, friends. Ba-da-da-da, ba-da-da-da.